Welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Garaldi, and we are back with another uh, Meet the Writer episode. Uh, today we have another one of our writers, um, and I'm really excited to introduce her to y'all. So without further ado, let's get into it. So today's uh, writer is a wife and a mother, uh, to be, um, just moved to Colorado. So if you're in Colorado, make sure to hit up her, him, her and her husband. And uh, she's also a musician and an artist. You can follow her at the creative underscore Brer. Her link to her account is in the description. Please welcome my guest, Regina Brer. Hi. Hey, hey. welcome. I don't know if I'm still pinned. Hopefully I'm not. I'm unpinned. <laughs> so Regina is here. Um, and uh, like I said, you are from originally from New Mexico, right? Or no, Idaho. Sorry. No, actually, I was born in Mexico. <laughs> I, I was right. You were. I was born and raised in Mexico up until I was nine years old. Oh. And then I moved to Idaho Falls. <laughs> Idaho. Uh, not New Mexico. I said New Mexico, so I was wrong still. But it was close. Okay. It was closer than yeah. Idaho. <laughs> a little farther north. <laughs> a little farther north, yeah. And then um, then you... Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, but let's play a real rapid-fire questions to kind of get this flow going. You ready? Yeah. What is your favorite day of the week? Mm, not Mondays. Mondays are hard. <laughs> Tuesdays. Um, Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesdays or Saturdays. Or Saturdays. Favorite holiday? I really like the whole Advent season. Just like the lead up to Christmas. And like you're so excited. And the readings are awesome. And the colors and the decorations. Right. Yeah. What is, uh, how long does it take you to get ready? Uh, five minutes. Really? That's impressive. Yes. Well, I... Uh, used to teach really early in the mornings at like five, four or five in the morning. Eek. And it just got harder and harder to roll out of bed. So I got really good at doing that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. Um, Ariel or Jasmine? Ariel. I always loved the little mermaid when I was little. I um, was a you're a, you're a mermaid, you said? I was a mermaid in my <laughs> mind. Yeah. Scale of one to ten, how good at you are keeping secrets? I would say a nine. If you could travel back in any uh, travel back in time, what period would you go to? Ooh. Either I'd like to see Rome. I don't think I'd like to live in ancient Rome. But I would <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what place would you want to travel to? Um, any time period or like no, now? No, now, yeah. Sorry. Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, my husband and I really want to go to Hawaii because we've never been. But I would honestly go back to the French countryside. Ooh, was... yeah, that's awesome. Favorite junk food? Uh, Takis. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> Purple kind. Yeah. Uh, favorite season. Fall. I'm so excited to see fall this year. <laughs> All right. You haven't seen fall because you've been in Florida for so long. Yeah. Uh, cake or pie? Cake. Without a question. Um, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? I don't like ice cream. No. no. I will. I am a social ice cream eater, which means. <laughs> <laughs> To an ice cream shop, I will eat the ice cream, but if it's in the freezer, it will sit there oh until my, my gosh. husband eats it. I don't like it. That is insane. Did not know that. Oh my yeah. gosh. Say your favorite word in Spanish. Oh, <laughs> I just immediately forgot all the words. Um, <laughs> a fun one to say is parangaricutirimicuero. Whoa, what does that mean? Well, I don't remember. <laughs> I think it's just kind of a tongue twister word. Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It sounds like one. Yeah. Uh, but also all of Spanish sounds like that to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> Especially yeah. when it's like Puerto Ricans or Dominicans talking. I'm just like, whoa, slow yeah. down. <laughs> slow 
Uh, oh yeah, that's it. What's your favorite number? Two and four. I have two. Two and four. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Uh, what's your? Who has it easier, men or women? Who what? Who has it easier, men or women? Uh, neither. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what a great and honest answer. Um, do you do you ever have? Uh, have you ever worn socks with sandals? Oh yeah, I like do that all the time when I travel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put I'll wear my Birkenstocks, and then when I get on the plane, I will put on my big thick fuzzy socks because it's cold, yeah. and then I'll put my feet back in the Birkenstocks because that's, that's gross. amazing. Yeah, Birks and socks. Birks and socks is what I hear. The combo is yeah, the Birks and socks, and then Birkenstocks. On pilgrimage, I lived in chacos and socks. So <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. You do, you have, you do you have? Did you have the chacos that has the toe, like the, the yeah. big toe straddle too? But, but I would just put my toe over it. Oh, I, was, I wasn't that's... that far gone. No. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, what does a person need? Oh, I know. Why can't we tickle ourselves? Because you know it's coming. Um, virtue or sin? Virtue? I feel like that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Who knows? Um, would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin? A panda. Birds are creepy. <laughs> Name? Yeah, they are. Name one of the seven dwarves. Uh, dopey. What was one of your favorite? What was for dinner tonight? I haven't had dinner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, my defense, I'm pregnant and I eat a million times a day. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> right. What was the last thing you ate? I ate a bowl of pasta. Just pasta itself? Um, well, I put some butter in there and some basil and some, uh, oh. Was it? Oh, no, it was oregano. Um, did I say butter already? There was butter. Yeah. <laughs> More <laughs> butter. Some butter and aisle. Just... <laughs> and some Parmesan cheese. And, and then Parmesan also orange juice. <laughs> orange juice? Wait, in the in the pasta? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so gross. I was like, I know pregnant women have these weird cravings, but I didn't know that was going to get that far. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome um do you like to um do you like big dogs or small dogs big dogs cats or dogs uh dogs (laughs) i almost saw you said cats um how many hours of sleep do you normally need um well that has changed recently Uh because insomnia in pregnant women is a real Uh oh yeah i heard about that too so uh um, five hours to feel okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but some nights I get four hours of sleep. Oh, at least that's one cycle of REM, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Make a high pitched sound. <laughs> Is that what you meant? I don't know. <laughs> oh. Do you like the name Charlie for a girl? Yeah, we talked about Charlie for a girl. We're not doing that. Now, <laughs> like Charlie Puth is what I think about. Well, I would, I mean, I would call her Charlotte, but Charlie would be her. Oh. Have you ever tasted soap? I, I feel like I have a vague memory of being a curious child. And <laughs> um, do you, uh, can you touch your toes without bending your knees? Not presently, but I can. Do you but. like the smell of gasoline? No. Okay, great. I thought I was starting to believe I was the only one. I always ask this question and people say yes. I'm like, what's going on? Why does everybody like the smell of gasoline? Do you like the smell of money? Money? Yeah. People smell their money? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I've never smelled my money before. <laughs> yes, the smell of money arouses some people. Or rather, oh. it's like, it smells great for some people. Hey. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, used to, uh, I used to like the smell of it. 
Okay, used um, to, not anymore. Used to, used to, used to. And I just think of Dirty Bunny. I just think of all the hands it's touched, so I just, like, get it away yeah. from my... Yeah. I mean, that's that's generally what I think of, Thus, I wouldn't right. put that in my face. <laughs> um, if you were given a all-expenses-paid all trip to Cleveland, would you take it? Cleveland, Ohio? Yes. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Would you choose to go there if it wasn't paid? No. I'm sorry, Jarrell. <laughs> Jarrell being from Cleveland. Um, uh, he might hear this and uh, take offense. Sorry, <laughs> Jarrell. I was set up. <laughs> well, Officer did it. All right. Last question. If you're really hungry, would you eat a bug? Oh, no. You would just starve. I would. Come on. Have you ever watched Lion King? Yeah. Don't they make, doesn't Timon and Pumbaa make like bugs like look so yummy? No, because I've seen them crawl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I promise you, I, I have never eaten bugs, but I've never been, I, I'm always tempted after I watch, no matter what age I am, after I watch Lion King, I just am uh-huh. so tempted. Just to like, try it. yeah. I mean, if they had give me, if they gave me like bugs that looked like the bugs that they had, yeah. Totally got it. I'm totally eating it. You should send a memo to Disney World. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> they should um, make that like a, a treat that you can buy at Disney, to be honest. In Animal Kingdom? Yeah, it'd be like, here's a, a bag of like like bugs. My favorite but bugs. But they're all yummy. Anyway, that's just a pitch. Disney, don't steal my idea without giving me credit. Also, one more thing. Doesn't Aladdin make you want bread? Like the first scene in Aladdin when he's after he does his first uh, song, yeah, yeah, then, right from when he him and Abu are eating the bread and then he gives it to uh, yeah, those broken kid. kids. That yeah. that scene always makes me want bread so bad. Yeah, don't know why. Like, don't know why. It's just so good. It just sounds so yummy. It does. It anyway. does. It look, make it look really yummy too. Right. I don't know. Cartoons just make you want food. So let's get a little bit into uh, who you are. Introduction to you, as you know, as for those of you who are not familiar, we have a team here at Living Ardently that doesn't um, isn't just composed of me and my co-host Jarrell. It actually goes way beyond that. There's a team of writers um, who are part of our team that create the reflections daily on our Instagram. If you're not following us, make sure you are Living Ardently on Instagram. And we post daily, daily reflections from these writers. Uh, we had Jessica last month, and this month we have Regina. Um, and it's just like a great way to kind of expand the the, the brand and expand the reach of the brand um, to make sure that we're we're reaching all everybody. I mean, the whole goal of the ministry is to to like share how it is to live a passionate life, like people's passionate lives, but also to like minister those who are suffering, who are hurting, who are, you know, who are just human and Catholic or Christian. He doesn't have to be Catholic, you know, it has, it's like it reaches out to people who are not. Um, and so that's the goal of it. And with the, with the, with the writer's help, it's grown a lot. And so um, Regina is one of those writers. And we actually just added, we have what, five full-time writers that mm-hmm. usually write every week. And then we just added three part-time writers that will be filling in in spots when we need to. So Really cool, really exciting stuff. But today we have Regina. Oh, she's over here. Regina. Um, why don't you give them a little bit of background of, of our, how we met? How did you, what was your first memory of when we met? I'm sorry. Like some event in Ave. Some event in Ave. We went to college together, Ave Marie University. For those watching on YouTube, I'm wearing my sweater, my favorite Ave sweater. Um, all I remember is that. Um, I think my first memory is probably when we're eating vaguely. I think we met at a dinner table. Okay. Probably yeah, uh, during, 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 uh, during like what a meal. Is- yeah. <laughs> so we met and we ate and like, you know, it's, cause I was, we graduated the same year, right? Mm-hmm. 2017, but I transferred in. And so I got to meet, um, I came in with the class below me. Um, but I like was trying to meet those in my class. So I was yeah. like trying to make it a conscious effort to do that. Um, but I do remember when we would, you would just be hall clerking and I would just hang out with oh, you for a while. Yeah. That was like my favorite thing to do at Ave. It's like 
on the weekends we would have hall clerks because there was no there was like intervis because Catholic school you know we don't we don't have intervis normally and it's you get in trouble if you go to a guy's dorm if you're not doing intervis hours you know people do it all the time though they like sneak it but um, um, Regina's one job back in the day was to do that and yeah. well that one and then um, the receptionist for student life but she also oh, came. Right. Right. You're just fun to hang out with. <laughs> so I just always went out to go uh, hang out with the, with, um, what did you call it? With the hall clerks. And then I always went to go bother people doing work hours because that's just what I did. <laughs> hey, it kept us entertained. It was like six hours of doing nothing. Right. <laughs> you know, you got to go visit your friends before they go insane. I also got a job up there. So like I would go there more often. Yeah, and then I would always have you go through my like. I think weren't you in charge of the lost and found like because of that? So I would lose things often and just loot through there and see what I find. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I think that's I, I the most memory. Then, um, yeah, that, I think that's the first. I think I can't really pinpoint a first memory. Can yeah, you? I can't. It was I. I mean, there was food involved. Definitely. But I can't remember if it was at a dinner table or if it was at like Swamp Fest or Oktoberfest. Or yeah, something. I can't remember. In any case, Avi was great and a melting pot of people. And yeah. so, and we you know we just did some rapid fire questions, but why don't you give us a get like five fun facts about you, things that you, um, we didn't talk about in the rapid fire Q&A. All right. So, I mean, we kind of talked about this. I was born in Mexico. I don't. Yeah. Look it. <laughs> um, but Spanish is my first language. And um, when I was in first grade, I was going to a bilingual school um, mm. and I was failing English. Oh, yeah. I think I remember <laughs> and telling my you. mom really tried to impress upon me that I needed English. Mm. And I told her that it was pointless to learn because I would never use it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, we moved <laughs> to America. Idaho. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, Five facts? Five, yeah. Oh, geez. Um, I, when I was little, I, I've been singing all my life. And when uh-huh. I was little, I would tell people to stop singing with me because I didn't think they were good enough. <laughs> Which, That's amazing. If you know me, I guess that makes sense because I was in charge of the acapella group and I was known to be a dictator. So, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, I, oh, I didn't know that. I just knew that you were part of the acapella group. I didn't know you were a dictator of the acapella group. Um, I mean, I, I like to tell, I don't like to sugarcoat and make people, um, what is it? Milk toast, like give people milk toast, like, oh, yeah, mm. I, I'm not an insincere person, so <laughs> be mean about it, but I will be honest with you. As honest as I can be. As honest that. and as loving a way as possible. Not with the intent of you making you cry, but if you cry, oh, well. Okay, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever made anyone cry, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, um, you can apologize now if you want to. I'm sure they're listening. Very sorry. <laughs> Anyone cry? Um, not my intent. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> I was a music teacher um, down in Florida yeah. for the past two years. And yeah. uh, I recently retired from teaching <laughs> um, because I got pregnant and we moved to Colorado. Mm. So, um, so that's three. Mm-hmm. I met my husband on pilgrimage. But oh, I right. think we'll talk about that later, right? Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. We'll get into that. Too much into that, but um, the long story short, my friends made fun of me and they joked that I was gonna meet a guy on pilgrimage, and I was very stubborn and I was like, "That is not my intent." <laughs> and lo and behold, I did. So don't make plans that you can't follow through with. <laughs> God sometimes will have fun with you that is amazing yeah um last one last one um 
I am the third of four, but oh. officially in the lineup, I'm exactly in the middle because my older sisters are twins. So my oh. parents had a two for one special and then they wow. had me. <laughs> and I then actually they had- did not know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And um, they're fraternal twins. So the funny thing is that people often think that I am one of the twins because I look more like both of them than they do to each other, I guess. Interesting. That's so funny. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe I did and I just completely forgot. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a really good fun fact to end on, actually. So uh, the next thing, like, again, like what we're doing here is like, I just like to showcase my writers and kind of give them a little bit about like, like, yeah, they get to... yeah, they get to do the reflection. Sorry, it's like my um, my air freshener, and I'll just go, and I have, always have to cut it out in one episode. In every episode, I have to cut it out at some point, and sometimes I'm talking over it on a really important point, so I can't. But yeah. if I can, I will. That's <laughs> um, character. It does. It does that character. He likes his room to smell really good, <laughs> like always. Um, like be his presence for it to be known. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, what was I saying? Uh, writers. So yeah, I like to do these things just to kind of um, introduce them to you all to get you guys more familiar with them. And hopefully, you know, like um, when when running the social media and sharing stories, you see more of them and less of me at some point. Um, but uh, yeah, it's great. It's a good opportunity for them to show you the show you guys these amazing writers that are behind the post, you know, so. Um, but yeah, so let's, to get in more into it, like, let's hear your, your testimony, your faith background, were you raised Catholic? I know Mexico is a very Catholic, um, place. Yes. So, um, were you born and raised in the church? I, yes, I am a cradle Catholic, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all my life. And, uh, I spent all of middle school and high school going to like, you know, the cheesy parish retreats. <laughs> yes. Um, I was known to be like the Catholic that stuck with it in high school. Yeah. Cause um, we had a very small parish community community in Idaho Falls. And um, so I was one of like the few. The few <laughs> that stayed. stayed. Right. Um, <laughs> You're the ones that's youth ministers really like invest yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> I think that my youth ministers knew they didn't really have to invest too much in me because I was pretty committed. Well, like uh, investing in a way that we want to make you like, like a leader so you can invest yeah. in others. So oh, yes, they tried, but I <laughs> never had the the drive for that. Yeah, know? yeah, makes um, sense. But then I went to Ave, and mm-hmm. uh, I spent four years there. How'd you find out about Ave? My sister, my oh. older. So I guess I'm a legacy child. Okay. Because my older sister went to Ave back when mm. Ave was actually paying people to go visit. Oh, um, really? They sent her a voucher mm-hmm. and she went and loved it. And then my junior year of high school, um, funny story, I didn't want to go to Ave because I didn't want to go to the Goody Tushis Catholic School. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, I went to Ave because I was stuck in Idaho for um, high school and it was cold and wintry during our spring break. I was like, well, my sister lives there and I can stay there for free. So I'll go spend a week there. And my sister arranged so that I could go to a bunch of classes, especially music classes. Oh, okay. I just loved the environment, the community, the sunshine. It was a really big plus. Yeah, so I, I wound up going out to Ave. That's awesome. <laughs> and I loved it. Um, but honestly, like Ave is a place where either you really grow in your faith or you can really get complacent. Yeah. Um, and I think I'd reached that point around junior year. You know, mm-hmm. I was a little complacent. I was like, well, Mass is there every day. I can go to whatever. And then yeah. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so I signed up to go to a pilgrimage mm-hmm. to World of Day. Um, and I was like, oh, this will be fun. My friends are going. We'll travel around Europe. It'll be like a picture-perfect trip. Yeah. And I didn't really consider the religious aspect of the trip mm. or I don't know how that escaped my consideration because 
it was through a religious order. (laughs) (laughs) And I show up. um, So it's a a group of, I think there were total 80 American pilgrims. I'm going to charge my laptop. Mm. 80 American pilgrims. Mm. Um, But I was on what they called the core team. So we were doing like the small groups and leadership and helping any way we could. Mm. And um, that's where Eli was. That's how we met Eli, my husband. Um, but we show up and they're like, yeah, we're so excited. You guys came on our discernment trip. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) A discernment trip. (laughs) All right. Um, so then we flew all to Europe, to France, Mm -hmm. and we spent three weeks in France Uh and, um, two weeks in Poland with, um, World Youth Day and the Pope and everything. Mm -hmm. And God knew what he was doing. He put me on what the father, the priest who organized it so lovingly called it was spiritual boot camp. Great. (laughs) So we got to do, in France, we went to Lisieux and um, Lourdes. And Mm -hmm. we had a silent retreat with Father Jacques Philippe. I don't know if you know him. Um, Father Jacques Philippe. Yes, he's a writer. He is a member of the community. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. So he's a member of the community of the the Beatitudes, and that's who I went to grow up with. And um, yeah, and then I spent a week in Auschwitz. Mm, Um, It's actually a really beautiful town. And we didn't get to go inside the buildings, but we did Mm -hmm. get to go see the concentration camp, and it was so weird. It was like very out of this world because the concentration camp is actually not that far from the town. Wow. Like a 10 minute drive from the town. Wow. You can still see the town, which was what boggled me because in all the pictures you look at it and it's like out in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Know what was happening, but it was like right next to the town, you Interesting. know? Um, wow. And just experiencing Polish culture that way. It was actually a bunch of, we stayed in a high school, in a Silesian high school. And oh, cool. Yeah, the high school teens, they put on a bunch of activities for us. Yeah. And we just had a lot of fun. We were dancing in the square um, one night. They taught us traditional Polish dances. And That's so awesome. Yeah, it was a great immersion. Um, but, I mean, throughout all this time, I started spending a lot more time in prayer. Mm. Um, the, the Beatitudes just asked that we spend at least 30 minutes a day in contemplative prayer mm. in the sacrament. And it uh, just the graces that came from that were so incredible. Awesome. Um, it, it physically and I guess spiritually changed me. Right. Um, so you think this is like yeah. the this this is kind of like your moment of like re uh, re like re realization of like how beautiful the church is or something. Yeah, is this what you would consider yeah. that to be? I think I I was just able to um able to experience God in a way that I never had. Yeah. Um, and it was weird. Cause like, that was the first time that I actually started to communicate with him. Mm. Um, cause before it was more like just going through the motions, Yeah. but I never really took the time to build a relationship. And something that really struck me on that mm. trip, um, was that it was really stressed that we actually talk to God, not just like go and complain or like, but like, yeah. Um, someone said it, it was like, if God only knew what you told him about you, would he even know your name? Like, mm. have you ever taken the time to establish that relationship as like a friend, a creator? Mm. Right. And um, so I took that trip, those six weeks, to really focus on establishing that relationship and building that that uh, rapport with God. Um and you know like god was working in my life through prayer yeah. and then bringing eli mm-hmm. into the picture and um yeah i i mean i came back a different person and a lot more on fire for my faith in a way that i never had been before that's awesome yeah. that's so cool i mean it's really awesome because you know we have i feel like there's always moments where we in the in the Christian's life right where we fall in love with Christ and then become complacent and then fall in love with him again right 
And I feel like that's always like a pattern that we have. And I think like it happens multiple times in our life, not just at least, at least twice, but like, I feel like it happens often and it's a beautiful thing. And once you have that moment of like, oh, right, this is why, this is why I am a Christian. This is why I'm a Catholic. You just kind of fall in love um, with the church all over again and you're just super on fire and it's as if you're a convert, you know? Like you have that convert energy and it's just like, oh, if we just had that energy all the time, oh, imagine what, what, how, what the world would be, yeah. you know? So we also need the point of desolation. <laughs> right, right. We do. We do need that. Um, so speak to more to that, like your, your time when you met your husband, uh, I know you <laughs> said that you were a bit hesitant to kind of pursue something because you were being rebellious, but like, um, well, rather to admit to the fact that you would meet somebody, you know, and then here you go. And so give us a little bit more about that, like a little bit of background with you and your husband. Uh, well, I I remember seeing him and then thinking, oh, he's cute. He would be my type. So mm-hmm. I'm not going near him. <laughs> <laughs> that lasted maybe two days. Oh, wow. And then I was like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. And I, I don't think it's fair to stay away from him. <laughs> um, but it was funny because throughout that trip, we kind of kept coming together and coming apart. Um, he was on a different itinerary than me. So while I was mm. traveling all across northern France, he spent a week in Lourdes helping with a mm. conference. So we were coming apart and then we would get back together um, in Chestahova. And then we were actually Ooh. supposed to be on different itineraries again. Uh-huh. And um, so he was supposed to walk from Chestahova to uh, Krakow. Oh, cool. And I was supposed to spend a week in Auschwitz originally. Mm-hmm. But all of my friends from the pilgrimage were going to go on that walk. And okay. it just seemed so miraculous to me because I woke up really early the day we were all leaving. Yeah. And I went to Mass. Um, at the shrine of Our Lady of Chestahova, it was like 6 a.m. and it was beautiful mass. Like there was fanfare and they unveiled the image. And I come back and they're like, well, some spots opened up on the walk. And I was like, <laughs> well, here's my chance. And so I told the priest, I was like, I want to go on the walk. And he's like, okay. And then two hours later, he's like, actually, we had less spots than we had planned for. So we have to kick you off the walk. And I was <laughs> like, so all my friends are going to go on the walk. And then I ran into Eli and he's like, I just got kicked off the walk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, me too. <laughs> That's a weird coincidence. And it turns out he just denied it so he could go <laughs> be with you. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, he was actually discerning at, at that point. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, after everybody else flew back, he spent, two months in Israel with the community of the Beatitudes. I'm just trying to figure out if that's where God wanted him to go. (laughs) Um, So we did have a talk during that time in Auschwitz at Mm -hmm. the end um, because we grew a lot in friendship Mm -hmm. and he didn't, he didn't want to lead me on. (laughs) So he, you know, we, we got some distance and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then in in Krakow, I didn't really see him very much um, mm-hmm. because you know, there were, I think, a million people. Yeah, <laughs> actually, a million people right. in Krakow, and it was just so busy and so lively, and everybody was on their own schedule. And then we came. Well, we went back to Paris. I had an awful experience in Paris. I I am mm-hmm. fairly certain I got walking pneumonia. Oh wow! <laughs> that day. And um, I just had an awful experience with a taxi driver. He yelled at me. He dropped me. He like left me in the middle of Paris. I had no oh, idea. <laughs> and so I, I finally made my way back to the rest of the pilgrims who were at the shrine of the miraculous metal. Oh, and cool. they had all found a place to put their bags. And I, you know, I had my big walking backpack and they wouldn't let me in. Um, because they have those rules now because sadly people are shooting in churches. And, um, so I just waited outside and watched longingly as everybody got to walk around. <laughs> and Eli saw me uh-huh. and he, and he said goodbye. Cause that was the day we were all splitting. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I said goodbye. I was like, well, I'll probably never see this guy again. <laughs> so yeah. 
And um, two weeks later, or yeah, two or three weeks later, I went back to school to finish Ave my senior year. Yeah. And in my mailbox was this big postcard of the, the, the shrine of the miraculous metal. And it was from Eli. And basically he said, Hey, I know you didn't get to see it. Um, so I tried to find you the biggest postcard. Um, and so I wrote him a thank you note. <laughs> oh, I wrote him a thank you message on Facebook. And, um, that's how we kind of got to talking. And then I went to Rome for Mother Teresa's canonization. Oh, right. And, um, I he remember was saying, like, what the heck? Why does Gina... I remember saying this to myself. Like, what the heck? Why does Regina get to go all this cool, like, trips? So I was like... I think this God was working in my life. Right, yeah. He, needed, um, you need, he got you there. See, I needed to go there because mm. I bought him a postcard. He was supposed to meet me there, and he couldn't come. Oh, wow. And I got him a postcard from there, and I sent it to him. In September, he got it in October, on October 7th, which is the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary, but also coincidentally, his birthday. Oh, wow. (laughs) I think that was a a big moment for both of us. We were like, oh, there's too many coincidences going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we talked the entire time he was in Israel, but only once a week um, through Mm. Facebook message. And then... um, he came back and we started dating and we dated long distance for two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. We never lived in the same place um, until we got married. So That's crazy to think that you guys never lived in the same area until you got married. So, Was that hard wedding prepping? Um, not too bad because he was able to come every time. I think he came maybe three times yeah. when we were engaged and um he we were able to get everything that we need to do in person everything mm-hmm. else i had to do did but, you guys get engaged after ave yeah okay yeah. i thought so i wasn't i wasn't sure because i i think i met him while you're you're already his boyfriend uh, ready his girlfriend yes yeah, so we you he came in um he came in spring semester he came three times yeah so you right. probably met him yeah, I mean, I remember meeting him a couple of times. I remember meeting him one time, and then we talked a little bit, and then the second time we talked more. Yes, I was like, this guy is awesome. Like, I was like, I want to be his friend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. Um, yeah. That's awesome. It's a great story. I love hearing these kind of like um, these crazy love stories that happen. Like you un un like unexplained un un like you can't you can't uh, script them. You know, unscripted. Like you definitely definitely something that is out of a love story like a um, love movie but it's so beautiful because it's just so so natural you know so that's so cool and especially with a catholic you know it's just it just adds a little cherry on top (laughs) so that's awesome we we're gonna take a break right here um and we'll come back with more with uh regina if you ever wanted to start a podcast today is the day Go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a, They have a free app on the App Store and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use the microphone on your phone, record a voice memo, upload it to Anchor, and that's it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, you can make money on for your podcast with no minimum listenership. And like I said, everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the Anchor app. So go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your app store. Again, anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app in your store. And we hope that you join the podcast world. Let's go. All right, we're back uh, with Regina, uh, our writer for Living Ardently. So you might have heard a slight change in our audio. We just kind of fixed something we didn't realize was happening. So it's all good. Um, And hopefully you can hear it loud and clear now. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, so now we talked about your personal life. Let's talk about your life with Living Ardently. (laughs) As, As short as it is, it's only been, what, since March we had you guys come on? Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah, when I, um, you know, I had a goal, like, you know, I didn't, when I first started the podcast, like I said, I'm not, I wasn't very sure about where I wanted to go with it, um, you know, if I wanted to keep up with it, but as I continued to do it, especially when I started season two, I realized where this could actually go and how this could actually turn into a really awesome ministry, and then, like, I started it in January, season two, then I got to it, and I was like, there could be another level added to this, what can I do? And I was like, wait. I'm doing all these reflections. I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing all this stuff. Like, and that's a lot of work. I had a podcast episode interview with Jarrell from The Living Person. And we just had like a, he like, like gave me some, a, a lot of great advice and um, how to build after our interview. And I was like, we, I think we talked another hour after our interview. I was like, geez, this guy is awesome. And so, I mean, I already knew that. That's why I wanted to interview him. But he gave me the advice of like getting a team of people to reflect so I was like, okay, I'm going to start asking. I'm going to start asking for people and ask friends. And I think I approached you about mm-hmm. doing it, right? So what um, what made you say yes to it? Like, I mean, you could have said no. I mean, you could have had a bunch of other things. Your life was, um, I don't know, you weren't pregnant yet. That I don't know, but maybe you were. I think um, I was. You were. And then, but you had so much going on in your life and you know you're moving. So what made you say yeah? Um. Well, when you asked in March, um. We didn't know we were moving yet. Oh, we did. Um, mm-hmm. we knew we were pregnant, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. I guess you came up and was like, "Well, that's really cool." Like, I've had a desire to do stuff like that, and um, mm-hmm. I was kind of toying with the idea of. I mean, I start. I had already started my own personal Instagram, right. um, my art account, but I was trying to see if I really want to commit to that, mm-hmm. and um. It was kind of nice that you reached out because it was a big, a good compromise mm. for me where I still got to write and um, sometimes create, yeah. but all of the pressure to do that and keep it up wasn't on me, um, yeah. which was what was really dragging or not dragging, but it was just getting difficult with the other account was yeah. keeping up content, creating new content, and then just feeling all the pressure of like, well, I have to do this and I have to keep it up and, right. you know, um, and I still and I still got to write about my faith, which is something that's been really important to me. That's um, cool. And I think by that time we had already gone into quarantine, or we were about to go into quarantine. Yeah, when I think you we had. Out. I think I reached out like in the beginning of quarantine, and I was like, "Perfect, nobody has anything to do." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was like, "Well, I mean, there's really no reason why I could say no." Like right, right now, I could do it. It's yeah. not a big time commitment. It's not too much out. And it's not like it's something that's very difficult for me. Right. Um, like the reflections are, obviously, they take time. And right. um, I struggle with deadlines. But <laughs> 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 but it's, I mean, by the grace of God, somehow I'm making it. So. Right. No, it's like, it's what's great about having the team of writers. Like I, I have... I know the people who can get it done early, right? Mm-hmm. And I have the people that I can like, hey, like, can you do this tonight? Like, you're more free than most of the people, you know? And then others, mm-hmm. I know, like, we have, they're the latter half of the week. I'm going to make sure I get to them eventually. <laughs> Regina is <laughs> definitely one of them. Tanya and Regina are my latter half. Um, <laughs> uh, but they're the caboose, and they always have great reflections. So, like, I don't, I mean, Fridays and Saturdays are the highest times where people are on social media. Mm-hmm. And so shoot let's have them more viewed you know um Mm -hmm. and so it's really cool because like uh it's not a huge like you said it's not a huge commitment but it's still something that i was afraid to ask people because i didn't want them to feel like they were like locked in and like never Mm -hmm. want never have to get and never can get out um Mm -hmm. and that's what i like you know and i had reached out like a couple people i had made a call for writers on instagram and i had gotten reached out to a couple by a couple people but i didn't i just didn't know them and, mm-hmm. and I mean, like, not that I could, couldn't trust them. I think I, I mean, I definitely could, but, um, I don't know. I just felt more comfortable with people I did know. And mm-hmm. so once I had a team of five, I, that was like, my goal was to get people to do, um, so I had at least five days a week. I wanted seven days, mm-hmm. but then, um, like Delaney, she's doing two. Tw- so that was like six. And I was like, I can fill up one. And then um, it just went from there. And it was really nice to have that and to take the pressure off of me, like you said. So 
Um, I, I, I keep on wanting to see more from your account. <laughs> I'm just like, where is her new stuff? Because um, I didn't know you had started that. And I think that's what kind of attracted me to ask you is just that you had it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like I always like, you know, I love when the accounts are, you know, like they're creating their own stuff and mm -hmm. it's like unique or not just resharing other stuff, you know, and that's what um, that's what attracts me to like all these small Catholic companies, you know, they're always making their own content. And mm -hmm. that's what I saw in yours. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to ask Regina if she's going to do it. If she wants to do it because this is awesome. And then she stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and then she stopped. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so go to Regina's account and just like like all of her stuff and be like I want more of this <laughs> and bug her until she does <laughs> okay <laughs> I did that with uh, with uh, City on the Hill Co and she's been really good about posting so <laughs> I maybe got... I'll post once a week <laughs> there you go that's great I mean that now you have two commitments a week yes. on social media so that's oh bad. man <laughs> See, see, I, that's why I said is uh, even if, if it, even if it's once a week, it's still a daunting task. Mm -hmm. Even though it's like you said, it, it does take time, but it's just like, in reality, in the grand scheme of a week, it's probably like an hour of your time. You know, yeah, if and there's there's so much pressure, and right. I think a lot of it is self inflicted. Like yeah. I think I had maybe three hundred followers, and <laughs> I was like, I have to be perfect. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you look now, actually, it's a really funny story. My husband didn't tell me that he did this. Um, but one night during quarantine, so my sister-in-law was staying with us, uh -huh. and I woke up to like 800 new followers. Wow. And I hadn't posted anything uh -huh. in like two days. And I was like, how did this happen? And yeah. they were all, like, I was looking at them. They were like Russian bot accounts. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my gosh, the Russians are trying to steal my information. <laughs> I don't know. I was freaking out, and I just kept it, watching it go up and up and up. And for two days, I was just stressing about this. And finally, we were sitting all together watching TV, and I was like, guys, I think the Russians are out to get me. <laughs> and I told them what had happened, and Eli was just like, I mean, I was wondering when you were going to say something about that. So I guess he found a website where you could buy a thousand followers uh -huh. for six dollars oh, wow. and he didn't tell me that he bought some <laughs> because he wanted to see what would happen <laughs> if it would actually happen <laughs> yes yeah, that's amazing <laughs> yeah so that's um that's my story <laughs> that's insane that's a that's something that a lot of people won't admit to no well yeah. i mean i didn't do it right. it's not my fault <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's hilarious so uh what is uh when you were writing your reflections um mm -hmm. what is your goal um i don't think i really have a goal i kind of write them stream of consciousness just with better grammar <laughs> right. um, i i mean i guess my goal is to share my truth which i, I always strive to yeah. align with actual truth you know um and just to share a message of love or mm. maybe inspiration i think mm. i think a lot of mine focus on like boost yourself up yeah um but not in like the cheesy kind of like you're great and you should just acknowledge the fact that you're great but like yeah. owning you up owning up to your mistakes and your failures and then just mm. accepting the fact that you're not you're not gonna reach your um ideals yeah um but there's also some some beauty and some good in in that in our human failures and that that's yeah. how we were created and we'll never reach that without god right yeah it's true it's like because like and that's what exactly what i ask of you guys but i i say it a lot shorter i just say just be authentic with with yeah. my with the reflections you know like when i when I pitched this to you all, I said, you, um, we, I'll make the things, I'll design all the stuff, but you just send me a reflection. I'll provide you the quotes to reflect on. Um, and in turn, I'll, you know, share your accounts and well, I'll give you credit and I'll give you credit for the, the, the reflections and all that stuff. And it's just like, you know, like I said, I, I, I think what attracts people is the authentic authenticity that you guys pour out in it because otherwise i don't think anybody really 
um, would because when I was doing it, I was like I was very short. Uh, I, I mean, I, I did pour out my heart on a lot of them. But because it was a lot, I could only do it like a couple times a week, even though I had a goal of doing it daily, you know. And so I think that's what attracts a lot of people to the account are the reflections. And that's what I attribute a lot of the growth in the past months since you guys joined. I mean, when we you guys joined onto the team, um, we had 300 followers. And now we have, I think today, at like 670 something. So it's like, I yeah, partly is like, in doing interviews with awesome people but it's also like if you look at who's listening to the podcast there's only an average about 60 people 70 people um and so that means there's like 600 people who are not listening to the podcast but are watching and reflect um, like reading your reflections you mm-hmm. know so you guys carry the team <laughs> i think um and so I tried to cater to your judgment. So I don't try to put pressure on you all as much as I can. Um, just so only times I try to pressure is when I need a I need a reflection and to pose for the day. And I just hey, we need one. If we miss, we miss a day. It's okay. It's whatever. But I try to stay as consistent as we can so we can provide for our followers, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the time of being part of the team, what's uh, what's how has like living ardently helped your relationship with God if it has at uh, all I think it's it's helped me in the the quotes that you give us are a lot more there uh I don't know I was doing some saint quotes too and mm-hmm. bible quotes but it forces me to actually like sit down and think about it mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to just kind of going through like reading a quote and like yeah that's nice and then just you know, moving on. Yeah. Um, so it, it forces me to actually think about it and make connections of that quote with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's been good in that, like you have to slow down and it's okay to take time to think about um, a quote that really stood out to you because we do get to pick our quotes. So you send yeah. out a few of them and then um, yeah. I know on Sundays I'm always like, Oh, I got to, Oh, it's one o'clock. I got to check it. Yeah, <laughs> all I the know. good quotes I, will be taken. <laughs> I know. I try to, I try to make them all good. So it's hard to choose from, but then there's times where I'm just like, I know there's like a couple favorites and yeah. these are going to be, and I try to be as consistent as I can of when I release them, but it's like, yeah. I got work and I have, it's again, it's like a side yeah. thing. So some yeah. days there's one day where I completely forgot and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's nine o'clock at night and I haven't sent them quotes. <laughs> Which I think that day worked out super well because mm-hmm. I always check late and I'm I am always accepting, okay, like, okay God, this is what you want me to write about. <laughs> but that day I forgot to check too and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna get like the quote that nobody wanted and then <laughs> I checked, I got on Instagram and you sent the message and I was like, Who first pick <laughs> I think that day it worked out in my favor. <laughs> That's awesome. I always get I always know who I, I know like the few who don't aren't usually like there at the beginning. So it's usually it's usually like um Joe and you are the last ones to see it. <laughs> And so, like, you're, you two are the only ones, like, okay, whatever I get. And then Joe yeah. is, like, the, there's a couple of weeks where Joe is, like, oh, my gosh, you guys left the right one for me. And I was, like, yes, so funny. Yeah. So, it's quite interesting. But that's awesome. So, once you see it, you get to, like, reflect on it and stuff. And mm-hmm. That's really yeah. cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. And, you know, again, we, we try to, there's a lot of great people who are saying great things out there. And I don't like to limit myself to just being, like, pe- reflecting on people who are Catholic, you know? There's a mm-hmm. lot of great people who are not Catholic who are, you know, whether they're Christian or pastors or uh, just like lay people who are just, uh, you know, non-believers that say amazing mm-hmm. things about suffering and, and perseverance and stuff like that. And, and that's the whole point. Like the Christian person, we are we are people who need to persevere and, and do good work. And, you know, mm-hmm. you don't need to be a Christian or Catholic to actually understand that, you know. And so I think that a lot of people out there like today's quote was. Um, if you can't, if you're can't beat the fear, just do it scared. And like, yeah, we need to know that as Christians, like, oh yeah, we're terrified and leap and taking these leaps of faith to Christ. But like, shoot, if you can't take that, beat that fear of like taking that first step, just do it afraid. Like go take your first step afraid and who knows what God will do in your life, you know? And obviously mm-hmm. most of the time it's amazing results. So, mm-hmm. and do you ever feel like, um, like you ever feel like stuck 
when you're writing and reflecting on something? Um, there was only that one time, but I think that was just because of the circumstances. (laughs) I got a quote, um, right when we were in the middle of our move. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, we, I, we were packing up the apartment, shipping all our stuff and then driving 20 hours (laughs) to St. Louis. Um, and it was just a week of overwhelming emotions. Um, especially while pregnant. So (laughs) I think, I think that week I just, it didn't work out. I think it was like a two week thing, but but I mean, that was the circumstances. I don't think I, um, besides that one time, I don't think I ever feel stuck. Yeah. I always feel like I always give them, I always try to give grace for the fact that, you know, there's, there's such thing as writer's block and Mm -hmm. sometimes you're trying to convey your feelings and, and you just can't in words, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's completely fair. Um, and so, like, that's why I just ask every when I need a re- reflection, I usually just ask everybody and hope for one person to be ready. Um, but it, it totally happens where like everyone, nobody's ready. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, we don't go, we go without a post today. Or like, I try to make yeah. something up, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and we just put this out, and you know, and sometimes it can feel pressure, and there's like pressure to um provide but you know it, at the end of the day it's just a social media you know mm-hmm. um but the goal for the social media is to meet people who are going there um you know like a lot of people who go to social media like i scroll social media when i'm starting to feel stressed or i go on social media when i'm like trying to escape and so a lot of people are trying to go on an escape and so if we can follow find somebody if somebody can stumble upon a quote that we share and it helps them during their escape remind mm-hmm. them of their worth of their dignity of their belovedness then great we saved somebody oh yeah, little people. hi eli <laughs> he left <laughs> <laughs> dang it <laughs> for those of you watching on youtube you kind of saw a glimpse of eli that maybe. was my husband <laughs> that tall figure <laughs> <laughs> tall figure in the back um so um just before we wrap up what is your goal for the rest of the year i know it's been a crazy year and it can be easy to like give up on some goals but what is your goal for the rest of the year um, well, doesn't have to be living art and related. It can be just your entire life related. Um, make it through the rest of this pregnancy and delivery. If you guys could pray right. for a good delivery in <laughs> November. <Yes. laughs> um, that's a pretty big pressing issue right now. Um, right. settle down. So right now we're kind of mm-hmm. homeless <laughs> living with mm-hmm. our kind brother and sister-in-law and so mm-hmm. um i guess settle down is a good goal i know i kind of took mm-hmm. a break this this year from social media um mm-hmm. again nobody saw the pandemic coming so yeah it true. just yeah <laughs> so settle down um we really I keep forgetting to call but we want to sign up for a, a holy hour um for, for a oh, week cool. Every or like once a week, so that's a really big goal. Is Just a whole up. week in holy hour. That's amazing. No, no. <laughs> once a week. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine? That's so cool. I, mean, I you feel have like to eat. the first, yeah, like the first three hours, I think would be really difficult. And then I think yeah. you would just get used to it. <laughs> um, no, <Yeah>. once <laughs> a week, adoration. <laughs> um, yeah. Doing that and being able to, you know, stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a very good goal to have. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, lastly, um, what is your message to those people who, I mean, how about, why don't we send a message out to those who are, are who are writers, who are artists, um, mm-hmm. um, or like pregnant women, you know, yeah. or all of the above. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think with everything, I would say that I wholeheartedly agree with the saying that comparison is the thief of all joy Mm. um and what you see especially as a musician what Mm. you see the final product is um is just a snippet of what the artist or um even even you know like you see a baby and all these cute baby pictures and you're like wow and you compare it to your life and you're like i am not living that at all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but you don't see what's going on behind the scenes, you know, like you don't see the crying baby and the sleepless nights and you don't Mm. see all of the hours and the cramps and like the, um, the artist mark, you know, when artists are 
mm-hmm. working and they get paint on their hands or like yeah. um, the bleeding fingers from the calluses from playing your instruments, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you don't see all of that. And so you see the finished product and you assume that it's easier for other people. Mm-hmm. And in reality, it's not, it's hard for everybody um, in different ways, right? Where yeah. I struggle with something, you might not struggle with it. Yeah. Um, so it's just, don't let that be a discouragement for you mm-hmm. and overcome your own personal, um, geez, I just blanked on the word, <laughs> um, your own personal expectations of yourself, your unrealistic expectations right. of yourself. You're mm-hmm. not going to make a post that's automatically going to go viral. I mm-hmm. mean, this, the odds of that are very slim. Yeah. And the be- the best way to do it is to grow organically. Don't let your husband buy some followers for you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, you're, you build a community and you find your niche and Mm -hmm. you just cater to that because Mm -hmm. eventually you'll find that you are fulfilling a need. It just Mm -hmm. might not be the need that you thought you were supposed to fulfill, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or it might not be in the way that you thought you were supposed to do it or get there. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. And I I would add on to that. Just make, let, leave room for God to work in whatever mm-hmm. whatever you're doing you know like if you are trying to control it 100 percent up and down from beginning to end yeah chances are it won't turn out the way you want it you know yeah um, and if, if you yeah go ahead. go ahead if you come to a wall don't just try to run through the wall right <laughs> take a step back and see if you can walk around it <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah that's awesome that's great advice um mm-hmm. for any i mean for anybody you can apply that to music you can apply that to work you can apply that in a lot of places in your life so anyone can listen to that and get a good tip so um so yeah i think that's it that's what we got what are your shout outs uh, send out some people who um we usually shout out um some accounts on instagram but you can also mm-hmm. shout out like companies you want people to look at you got a few on yeah. there um so an account that i've been really inspired by is called the futurist family on instagram mm. Um, it's beautiful account, beautiful testimony of a family um, and a wife taking care of her. Her husband has brain cancer. Oh, wow. And so I've been following their, their path. And um, she's awesome. She just offers it all up like mm-hmm. a champ. And um, yeah. she shares so much about her faith and um, the way that God is giving her strength through grace. Awesome. And um, a beautiful testament to holy matrimony. Praise. And... Uh, another account you guys should check out is Noel with a three. Oh yeah. Um, so it's N O three L L E. She's an awesome friend of ours, and mm. she's a musician. She has new music coming out, and right. I'm super excited to listen to it. Go check out her single. Where, where is it? Wherever you go. Wherever you go, stream where? it. Get her some streams on Spotify. Yeah, go listen to that. I'll link that in the bio. I mean, link yeah. that in the show notes. I created the album cover for that. I mean, the single yeah. cover for that. And then you, what was the other song that you? I did the one for wherever you go. Wait, which one? Which is the one that I I made? You're you made the one for the one that's coming out. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> go check it out. Whatever it is, <laughs> go check it out, and you will see one of our artworks. <laughs> one of our artworks. One or both, or <laughs> both ooh, something. And. <laughs> both and. Oh, speaking either of and. Paradigm Clothing Company is releasing. Um, a shirt that says both and and I am in love with it so uh, go check it out make sure you're following them that's a shout out for me I usually don't do the shout outs but oh man I'm just so in love with that because it's just (laughs) the concept of everyone's just either or either or like this or that right now and like why can't we be a both and like the church the church is both and why did we decide to be divisive right now so Mm -hmm. freaking beautiful design I love it I'm excited about Mm -hmm. it I'm gonna buy it right off the rack (laughs) <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, Regina, thanks for coming on and um, introducing yourself and yeah. um, introducing uh, your. I mean, showing your, putting a face to the name of the writer. Um, really excited yeah. to have you part of the team. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was great. Uh, and so, make sure you um, follow Regina at the Creative Brer underscore Brer. Bear, bear, bear. Sorry, I said <laughs> it right the first time. Um, and. It's spelt correctly in the show notes, so yes. you can B-A-I-E-R. go just... B-A-I-E-R. There you go. And uh, follow Living Ardently at Living Ardently. Follow it's o- myself at It's Only Adrian. 
make sure you rate and review on Apple Podcasts and just subscribe everywhere else. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where this video will be available on YouTube shortly after it's released on the podcast uh, podcast apps. And call me. The number is 407-853-2010. Uh, okay. 407-853-2010. <laughs> Two zero one zero. Give us, give me a call. Send a text message if you want someone to pray with, or if you want to talk about the podcast. It'd be really cool. Um, yeah, send a Gmail. You can also send an email if you don't want to do that, or check out our blog site, which is going to be worked on some more. So, all right, y'all. Thanks so much, Regina. Really You're appreciate welcome. it. Yeah. And we'll see you all next week when we have a Q and A. It's gonna be awesome. Make sure you send your questions in and send a voice memo question. In the show notes, the link to that is in the show notes. God bless you guys. And until then, keep living. No, you can say it. Until then, keep living ardently. Peace. (laughs) Let's go.